0: Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the US, a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the US. Uh, this week, my guest is Gary Hibbert. Gary, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, wow. That's a, that's a deep question. A oh, little I bit know of myself. Man, I, I used to, so I'll do the, the quick version. Um, I used to work in the corporate world. Worked at TD Bank for a number of years. It got to the point where I just didn't really like my job anymore. More importantly, I knew that it wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be. And uh, and it was just because I realized that uh, inflation was uh, was out- outpacing what I was making on a yearly basis at my job. And so when I understood that real estate was where I needed to be, um, really kind of got into the mindset piece. Then I started uh, following people like Robert Kiyosaki and uh, really got a hold of the importance of understanding what assets are. And especially you know when you go back into history and understanding how money works and knowing that the dollar was um, unpegged from the US dollar, then I knew that the paper was worthless. And so since then, I got into real estate investing. I've I helped, uh, helped hundreds of other investors. I got a club out here in, in the Durham region where we helped other investors to, to understand open up their eyes to real estate investing and and, and owning assets and uh, and that's that's what I do now I left my job about maybe six years ago and haven't looked back haven't looked back and now we are into some crazy stuff right and so now I gotta help navigate my my clients I have my clients myself through this right and so we're really just trying to get ahead of it and get a good handle of it Um, I still think that this is the best place to be in in, in real estate but you know, there's definitely going to be some murky waters ahead. Definitely,
0: and we just, I'll go back and touch briefly on your uh, your meetup too, because that's actually how we met. Um, he yes, he does. If you probably should find him online to see who is the speakers, and even just become a member if you're local. But for me, I, I he has some great speakers, and that's one of the reasons I drove all the way to Cambridge before I even knew him from Cambridge to Ajax because I'm like I want to hear these guys talk, and so uh, and he had the night I went there was like the ultimate night of speakers. I don't know if I'm going to name drop, but he had a like really good guests. The KWC REI had really good guests. And um, what's his name? Um, anyway, there was a it was big a, show. Was it a was from, speaker? Yeah, yeah. Speaker? yeah, there was a big... Uh, Tony Robbins was in Toronto the same night too, and I wanted to see all three shows. <laughs> and I was like, nope, you know what? I'm going out to Ajax. Let's go, uh, let's go check this out. And then I... I'm glad I did.
1: <laughs> I, I feel honored that you came to see me as a, over Tony Robbins. Wow, wow. <laughs> well, I also that. you're
0: a little bit more affordable than Tony Robbins, to be completely honest.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, like you mentioned, we're we're going through some some intense stuff right now. And actually, mm. we were talking before we actually started this show, and um, I guess we'll we'll go right into that off the start. What I have spent my whole day doing was being proactive. And I think what's one of the the main things to do is, you know, I was talking to lenders mostly today. And I was, as I do a lot of vendor take backs, and it was talking to them, you know, telling them, just being completely upfront that I have cash reserves. But if this was to draw out for a long period of time, that we should come up with a plan, right? There should be it's to open the dialogue, uh, it's to, to see what's going on in it. I think it's a lot easier for them to swallow if you've been talking about it beforehand than just showing up one day and saying I don't have any money.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I think you're, what you're doing is you're talking about the tenants obviously. Well, I was talking about
0: lenders, but you were talking about tenants when we were chatting. Yes.
1: Right. And yeah, so lenders or the tenants, I, I think it's definitely important to reach out to them, right? You, this is a time where you have to be proactive. I mean, the whole entire world is going through something that uh, we, we've never really seen or experienced before. I mean, you know, this is, this is bigger than the Great Depression. You know, it's, could it's, be, this yeah. is massive. Yeah. yeah, this is huge. You're right, it, it could be, it yeah. could be, right? And we can get a little bit deeper into that. But let's kind of, let's go back to the tenants now or the, or the lenders, right? And, and so what I've done and what I've told my clients to do and investors are like to make sure you reach out to every single one of your tenants Um, find out if they've been impacted by it Um, find out how them and their family are doing find out if they're gonna have any potential issues with paying their rent come April 1st Um, and and that's super important and and then number two if they have been impacted by it then you got to try and do some form of a compromise and so the big question now is you know do you issue the N4 and under normal circumstances I would say yes in these circumstances I'm saying no, and so I'm going on a in the limb and saying it, and the reason being is the l t b is close which so is landlord and tenant board. it's not going anywhere anyways, and this is the time I think where we, we've got to be humans, we've got to compromise, and we've got to see how we can help each other, and uh, you know if they've lost a job and see if you can maybe you know do partial payments or maybe um, dip into last month's rent. Or maybe um, you know, maybe open a PayPal account and take credit card payments. So there's different things that you can do. This is the time to be creative and and, and innovate, and uh, and that's the message that I'm trying to get out there in, in regards to issuing N fours and making a bad situation worse. This this is not the time to do that, right? Yeah. So, so.
0: you mentioned a couple things there, and the credit card payments um, it is actually the I guess. The government was talking with uh, the credit card companies to lower the rates for yeah, during this period that. to make this mm-hmm. as an actual option to people, right? Make it something that's available so that they can borrow money against it, not get ridiculously in a, a worse, uh, sorry, a worse spot by the time they're done. Um, right. The when you're talking about the N4. Um, yeah, it's a little different from Canada to US. So the, with the, when we were talking mm. to a property manager down there, the yeah. discussion we were having is, yes, same sort of thing, like they don't they have don't, their, their court system is closed. So yeah. a lot of it is does it make sense to do the issue the same things. And we were taking a slightly different stance on it. I'm not saying okay. either way is right. But right. what we were doing was we we're approaching he was, he was going to approach the tenants and yeah. ask them, what you could afford it, it mm-hmm. wasn't like and like just come up with a number that you can afford and you just be quiet and you just let them talk you leave it right. in there but just to let them speak their mind and come up with something and zero wasn't the option it was come up with something even if it's right. a small amount to come up with something and then if we were gonna do is basically backload the you know, so once this thing was over, we would increase the payments a little bit so that we could catch up and we didn't want to have a large amount. we wanted to be increasing rent by like twenty five dollars or fifty dollars a month so if your term was going to uh, expire before that happened, we were going to do a lease extension right now and so right. that we could stretch this out and we'd slowly get it back across a longer period of time so that it was more reasonable if the tenants were taking a stance and they weren't willing to work with us to say no we're not paying anything we're done we're not we're, you're, until we the court system's open we were going to start the eviction process and we mm-hmm. were going to get it in because the way the court system works down there it was a list so we wanted to get on the list right? because who knows how far this is going to get backed up right? when it reopens I'm not sure if the LTB works the same way that they're actually going to do a list I don't think that they work the same way uh, for picking you know the order it comes in. I don't know if it works the same way as that. Yeah.
1: So I mean, look I, again. I'm not the yeah, expert at there. that side. Yeah. Of, but 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 what I, in Canada? What I would assume is that you know you're gonna issue that N four. Then you gotta go in, you gotta do the L one. Uh, and so I know you can actually do it online. So that may get you in earlier in that order. But man, I mean, the whole entire thing is—it's just going to be so backlogged. Whether you, it's
0: going to be bad, it,
1: yeah, it, it really is, right? And so, I'm going down the road of, of, of compromise, but uh, but I do understand what you're saying as well, too. That you know, if, if they're saying, well, "We're hey, trying look, to be reasonable where we're making yeah. something," we and, and something. I do, yeah, and I do like that approach. I do like that approach to say, "Hey, look, what can you do?" and and that does make sense, right? So. Yeah. I, th- I think you're kind of coming along that same lines as well too. But yeah, if, if they're just drawing that 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 line in the sand, then yeah, you you got to draw your line in the sand as well too.
0: Yeah, so it goes both ways. Okay, so we're talking about tenants. We've talked about lenders a little bit. What else? I know Neither of us are professionals to know how this is going to play out. But yeah, how how if if you had if you were just having a casual conversation with me how. How do you how do you see this going? Do you think it's going to be a long period of time, and how how is this going to impact everything?
1: So I think they're going to figure out the virus stuff. I'm hoping within the next say two to three two to three months, right? Yeah. Because you got to remember too, right? What they're trying to do right now, if you is they're trying to flatten the curve. And so uh, again, I'm not an expert, but to me, flattening the curve means you have to now elongate it. It means it's going to take a longer period of time but I get why they're doing that because they don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. And okay. so for the government coming out and saying, Hey, look, you know what? We're shutting down for two weeks. It's digestible. Um, then they may come back out again and say, "Okay, look guys, just one more week. You can digest that. You can't come out and say this is going to be two months. That's hard to digest. And so that's where I think it's going. Um, I'm. We're, we're seeing I'm starting to see the slowdown now in the real estate uh, out here, where our investors don't want to make that move, and I get it. However, we still see activity out in the market, and I think a lot of that activity, though, is obviously people that need to move, maybe they have sold their homes, and, or, or there some are some are investors where they they want to jump into the market. I think that's a smaller segment. I think other investors are now kind of looking to the sideline and say, hey, let's kind of just wait to kind of see where, where um, where everything kind of falls. But I think we are 100%. I think we're going into a recession. Are we going into depression? I don't know. But I think that there is definitely going to be repercussions a year, two years, possibly three years out. I don't know how bad that is but I still think there's going to be some form of repercussion that far out. Right. Because I mean, you know, you look at the small businesses, some of these small businesses, uh, it's it's going to be tough for them to kind of get back into it. Some of them may not be able to get back into it. Right. Um, You know, I look at my business, we've almost grinded right to a halt. I've got, uh, I've got, uh, you know, employees that I've got to pay. And I got to take a look at that. We're looking at numbers already. Where can we cut stuff, you know, uh, cutting out on some social media, spending it's it's so it's everybody is impacted by this it's it's uh it's it's it's, look, it's tough times however i always like to still look at silver linings and i think there's going to be some silver linings in this right i think again th- th- there's th- there's no growth without pain and so we, we're going to have to go through some serious pain here um however i think there's going to be some great innovations through this um in regards to now you, you know you're seeing companies where you know everybody can now almost kind of work from home but they had to, they had to innovate where they didn't have all the VPN connections available for all these people to. Now they can. And now maybe they say, Hey, look, why do we need all these buildings down there? You know, maybe they can now be converted into condos or affordable housing. Who knows? Right. Um, you know, mother earth now is, you know, we're giving her a break. There's no, very little planes in the sky. We're not polluting the ocean. You know, this could help us to, to kind of you know get back to a little bit of a greener earth, right? So, yeah, yes, I saw like on the, the
0: canal in I think it's Italy that they have the dolphins are in there. They haven't been there in hundred years, they're, right? They're just like stuff's coming back because it's not all, yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's giving it
1: a shot. So this, so this is not all bad. It is painful, but it's not all bad, right? Here's here's a great analogy. You know, can you call a touchdown a touchdown if there's no linebackers that you have to get through? right <laughs> you, so you yeah. got to go you got to go through some pain for that growth right and and it sucks and i get it and it's tough and that's why i'm telling people now more than ever the most important thing that you if if you haven't done the mindset stuff or if you okay if you've done the mindset stuff now more than ever is a time to really dig into that if you haven't then you better get into it because this is going to be there's going to be some pain here right yep. going to be some pain but, but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's a good thing.
0: Yep. And they, they always say, even if you look at the past recessions, depressions, everything else, it's a cycle. It will come back. Um, but if we're in this spot right now, mm-hmm. what do we do? What is the, what's the best step to be doing? Should we be stockpiling cash? What should we be doing? Should we be preparing for cheaper prices? Should we be selling? Should we be buying? What, what do you think?
1: Yeah. So I think at this point in time, the, the best thing to do is obviously I, you want to be liquid as much as possible. Um, and uh, and if you're not, then you got to figure out some ways to be liquid or to cut down on some expenses um, in regards to mortgage deferral. I think that's that's a big one that a lot of people are talking about. Um, I my stance on that is and it's changed from the beginning of the week and, and to where I am now. And again, right. You know, when you get out in you in your and you're talking first, you know, you, you're going to make those mistakes and I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that you know, because I want to I want to be able to give people guidance when things are murky. Um, and so my stance right now on the mortgage deferral is to take it if you need it. So most investors, or at least the way that I explain to them, is make sure you have a buffer and, and have at least three months. So then now is the time to potentially start to use some of that if your tenants aren't paying. Okay, if you get to the point now where you need to do the deferral, then do the deferral. Right. Um, Because I don't know. I mean, they're saying that it's not going to impact your credit, but I don't know for sure. Because, again, don't forget the banks and and, and Equifax or TransUnion, they're separate. And so with all this chaos and, and everybody calling, things may slip. So just just be careful. That's all. Right. So if you don't have to use it, don't use it. If you need it, use it
0: you're also giving the banks by using it, you're giving the banks the opportunity to charge you interest on interest. Right? (laughs) Because what they're doing is taking your interest payments, throwing it into your mortgage and then charging you interest on it going forward until you finally pay that off.
1: Right. And and again, and it's a good point. And and again, though, minimal, if you're at a point where you could potentially lose your home. So you really got to kind of weigh those options as well, too. Right. So it, it, it's going to be it's, – it's not a one-size-fits-all, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's going to be what fits you and, and where you're comfortable. But, yeah, I think this is the time to be liquid as, as much as possible if you can.
0: And, and waiting to do this might be a lot easier as well because I, I was in the bank. And if you want to actually try to find out if you're even eligible for this program – it's yeah. like a 4 hour wait <laughs> minimum <laughs> on, the, on the phone then, yeah. yeah like yeah. so you're just like you pick up the phone and you call them and they're like it'll be 4 hour wait and i'm like forget it i'm like we'll worry yeah. about that in a couple months whenever you know if it if it gets closer to you know trouble times when i'm starting to get lower on cash i'm like then maybe we'll look at that but like if right. i i was more looking to see i wanted to call and figure out what the requirements were like mm-hmm. if like you know cuz i like to be proactive so i wanted to be like if i need this is it going to be like, what are they basing this on? I'm like, I'm sure like everything that a bank does has a criteria. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this something that I can even plan as a backup in the future? That's why I wanted to get a on the phone with them.
1: Right. And, and look, and, and I think now more than ever, I think a lot of investors will realize the importance of not speculating. Right. Oh, yeah. This has always been about cash flow. You know um and uh and and so i don't know what's going to happen with some of these people you know, that we're, we're speculating right and yep. uh you know do i think the prices of these homes are going to come down I, I think so i don't know for how long um depending on the way that they're able to get us out of this mess i mean they're going to be printing now They're printing is listen is quantitative easing to infinity so the only way to get out of this is they gotta print. And even the banks know they gotta be liquid. You know, they're they're buying back bonds, they're buying back uh mortgages, they're, they're doing everything they can to stay as liquid as possible. And uh and I think that's what uh what investors need to do as well, too. You gotta be liquid.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I had um Joe Fairless on my podcast, I don't know, probably like a year a year and a half ago, and he went through the recession and he's also yeah. interviewed I think it was like three thousand people or something on his show. And yeah. the common thing he found that the people who lost their houses, they're people who weren't having a CapEx fund. So what happened was, in, it's this might be a little bit different, but I know that banks are already starting to change their lending requirements. But yeah. if the banks start making it very difficult for you to lend and your roof goes and you don't have any money to fix it, those are the people that are going to lose their houses. The mm-hmm. people who aren't cash flowing, well, they're just going to lose their houses because that doesn't make any sense, right, for the rental properties. Right. And the people who don't have long-term financing, if the banks decided to close, which I don't, this is a totally different thing than what happened in 2009 where they were having bank problems is the reason for the recession. But in that case, the people who had short-term loans or loans that came due during that period were the ones that had trouble because they just, there was nothing else to go into. Right. Uh, so that's a little bit different. But it it, it is like, like you were saying, the, the things that really we know for sure capex which is have some cash really for mm-hmm. things that could go wrong mortgage payments that you might need to make thing everything cash is king and be cash flowing <laughs> i know it might be difficult if the renters aren't paying the rent but
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, do so I, much yeah. yeah you're right you're right um but uh yeah look i mean there's, there's definitely definitely going to be some interesting times coming up um but um this is uh these things can happen. Yep. You know, I I don't think anybody saw listen, I I knew, let me say, let me choose my words carefully. I didn't know when a recession was going to come. And I mean, look, I think the way that Trump was running the the you know, the US, it looked like it was going to go forever. But I think, you know, you, you know, if you study history, which is what I'm really big on, that you know, there's always expansion and there's always recession. Um, but uh, I'd heard a few people Say that it was going to happen in 2020, but I don't think anybody knew it was going to be a virus.
0: No, you know? no, no. And
1: no. I, and I didn't. I didn't see this coming at this particular time. No. Um, you know, it's uh, and so, but you know, we got to deal with this now. Um, and uh, but again, like, I, I'm, a, I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. And I think we were talking about this earlier, where I want to know every single angle. I'm even. I take a look at, and I've done this for for many years. I'll even take a look at conspiracy theories. I don't believe in all of it, but I want to know every angle and every side of it because mm-hmm. if it happens, I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. I want to at least say, hey, okay, cool. I, I I can see where they're going or where they're potentially taking us, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I look at everything. I look at everything because I mean I can tell you right now, nobody in their wildest dreams would ever think that we'd be locked down the way that we're locked down. Nobody yep. in a while's dreams would think that the, American, uh, the Americans would have armies now at our borders. Like the, the, this, is, this is stuff that's every day is something crazy happening. So then now you, you need to really open your eyes and take a look at anything. History, study history, just study history. That's, I think, the most important thing for, I'd say, because that is the best crystal ball. Do you want to know what's going to happen in the future? Just take a look at history. You know, you take a look at, um, I don't want to go too deep here, but, you know, there's, there's yeah. three things that always happen. Number one, there's always trade wars. That always happens. Yeah. Okay. And so what has Trump been doing for so many, so many months and years now? Then after trade wars is what? Then you have currency wars. And so what do you think is going to happen now with all the printing and everything that's going to happen? And, you know, do other countries lose, lose faith in the American dollar? Um, you know, does it go back to some type of a currency where it's backed by gold? I don't know. I have no clue. But I mean, at, at one point in history, it was. And then number three is, is World War. Now, I'm hoping we don't go down that road. Um, I, I don't think that it's going to be fought with bullets and guns and you know that, I, I think, but it could potentially be cyber wars. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, but I just want to be prepared. I want to be prepared so that if anything happens, I, I, I know what to do and, um, and and how to position myself, right? So-
0: yeah. But look, I, I,
1: I still think that, uh, again, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think that eventually we'll, we'll get out of this. Um, and, uh, but I don't think the world will ever be the same. You know, I hope we can go back to shaking hands and hugging. <laughs> I think that's important. Oh, yeah, I totally <laughs> agree. I like to travel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so do I. Yeah. So do I, you know.
0: Okay, before we wrap this up. Yeah. Let's do like two minutes of conspiracy. Yes. Let's, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but what was some of the most interesting ones if you're, you're looking into this? I'm, I'm always curious. What's, uh, we, don't, we won't go way into, like, we, you know, yeah, just, we'll spend we'll, like two minutes on it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've heard conspiracy theories of the, there's, them saying that this is a bioweapon. Yeah. I don't believe so. I really don't. I, I, I think this is Mother Nature. I don't think that uh, Mother Nature needs our help to, 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 to do this. She, she can figure this out on her own. That's number one. Yeah. Um, in regards to, I don't know if you've heard about the 5G stuff. I've heard a little bit about that. Um, to me, that was a huge conspiracy, but I'm like, hmm, it, it does kind of make sense a little bit. So 5G essentially, and again, I haven't done it. Anybody that's listening, please do your own fact check because I'm, I'm not an expert at this stuff. Yeah, okay? yeah. Um, and so I think with 3G and 4G, you know, you've got your phone and the apps are on it and you can turn location services on and off. Um, my understanding now with the 5G is that it's not the case. It's it's stored somewhere else. So then now they know exactly where you are at all times. And I think they have this over New Hampshire. And so now imagine if we are now where well, we are, we're finding a an invisible um, enemy. And wouldn't it be nice if uh, they said, hey, Glenn, Uh, we know where you are and we know that you visited uh, Michelle over here and you went and talked to Tom over here. Wouldn't it be nice that we knew exactly where you were so that now we can contain everybody. And so now in this world of fear that we're in, would you then not say yes for sure? You know, you're, you're, you're fearful right now. You want to go out, but you can't because you can't see this enemy, but if they can contain it because they know exactly where you've been It's just another way of losing some freedom. I mean, look at 9-11, right? Those freedoms haven't been backed out, right? Look at the way security is at the, at the, uh, at the airports. And yeah, you lost some freedom, but you, you, in a, in a weird, weird way, you, you, you like it because at least now you don't have to worry about terrorism right so it's just less freedom so so i think out of the conspiracy theories that that i've seen and heard i think i believe probably maybe that the most where i can potentially see it going down that road but you know who knows when that's coming but 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 it makes sense
0: yeah it's if they they have the ability then it just comes down to making a decision if you're going to use it or not Um, exactly like for instance i i've fixed bank machines and our bank machines have the ability to keep track of all the serial numbers and know where the money goes and right. they use it in Europe, but in North America, they don't use it because they've just decided not to, but they have the ability. So if someone robbed the bank to follow the money, but they don't, right. but right. it's, it's one of those things like it's, you have all this power and it's just gets down to whoever the ultimate <laughs> gets to make the decision, but someone makes a decision whether to use the technology or not use the technology. Right.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, look, think about it. We've been giving them everything that they want. All the, all the apps, the face apps, you, you're showing all your face and you, you, they know what you, they, you, what you look like if you're a dog or if you're a squirrel or if you're, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so, it's so easy. You, we've, we've, we freely have given it to them. Remember that one app that came out where like if you're old, it, you can change, you know, if you're younger. So they know now, they know exactly what I look like if I was 80 years old. <laughs> So you, you can't hide. You can't yeah. hide. So, you know, is is it a bad thing? Maybe not. You know, yeah. you know, you yeah. get you got you got seven billion people now on the planet, and uh, you know, maybe it's maybe it's not that bad. You know, hey, <laughs> look, I, I think you know when people hear of, we kind of ended on this. You know, they hear yeah, the what? word Ill- Illuminati, and and I think people think that's uh, you know uh, it's bad, and or they're trying to do something to to, to take over the world. But I think when you really look at the world, uh, the word Illuminati, I mean, it's Illuminate. And so I, I think really the people at the top, I don't think they're really trying to destroy humanity. I think they're actually trying to rise, raise us up. That, that's what I truly believe. I really don't think they're out to get us. You know, and, uh, and, and that's, that's, that's my belief and that's what I'm going to believe in. Love it.
0: Gary. People wanted to get a hold of you to find out about your meetup or about your real estate business or anything else. How would they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of me, you can check out my website, which is at uh, smarthomechoice.ca. If they want, they can send me a personal email, Gary, G-A-R-Y, at smarthomechoice.ca. And I always try to do my best to get back to, to anybody that emails me. Um, and, uh, man, we, we went kind of deep there, right? All but right. I, I, know, do, I do, I I do, I do I like real it. estate investing. I'm, I'm, I'm a heavy real estate investor, but I do enjoy the conspiracy stuff. I, 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 find it, <laughs> I find it interesting. I just don't let it keep me up at night. That's all yeah. right. So. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming on the show so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, Glenn.
0: Here's some highlights from our after chat.
1: And so I think they just did that $2 trillion. Is, is that going through and they're supposed to give them what is $1,000 a month or $2,000 a month?
0: I, I'm not sure exactly, but yeah. that was one of the things that part of the interview with the, the tenants Yeah, was be like, hey, if you don't have the money, like, are you working? What can you afford? Are you working? And I go, oh, I, I'm, I'm not working. Okay, have you applied for the program? And I'd be yeah. like, what program? What's your email? We're going to help you. Here's where you go. This is what you sign up for. You like, just make it walk easy them for them. Walk yeah. them through it. Because if you help them, they'll help you. It all works because we're all connected. I, right. I need the, the rent from them to pay the lender. It's all a big chain. And if yeah. anything breaks along the line, it doesn't work so well.
1: Yeah. No. You know what? That's uh, that's actually really good advice. and am jotting that down right now, right? Help the tenants and walk them through it.
0: Yep send them a, send them an email with whatever programs are. If there's a, you know, uh, Hey, if you're, you don't have the money, you are like, you just got laid off. Have you applied for EI? Cause the EI weight right now is it's not like the regular weight. They're going way faster than before. And there's not the hold times. Let's get this, get started. Like you yeah. make your life easier, which makes my life easier.
1: Well, they're just they're so captivated and, 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 and frozen by the news and the numbers and the deaths that are happening on, on television that they're like, Okay, I guess they're giving me money and they're just waiting. It was like, well, hold on a second. Like, you got to take action. Yeah. You got to <laughs> go up there. You got to go do something. Okay, so what do I do? And yeah. it's, it's, it's confusing. I mean, listen, man, I'm getting bombarded with emails. And then I get some emails and there's like 30 links in there. I'm like, yeah. hey, wow, like what does this mean? And so yeah. you got to break you got to break it down for the tenants. That's really yeah. good
0: advice. Make like a template. Like, hey, there's like the three problems that really everyone's going to have. And yeah. like, oh you have this problem here's the email to fix yeah, that problem sure. absolutely just break that's it down cool. make it easier for them and yeah
1: yeah no, that's brilliant we should have recorded this as well too i didn't stop the recording i can do an ad on it yeah <laughs> sure
0: sure all whatever right.
1: you want to do brother all right cool so, all right this- i'm gonna
0: run